Welcome to what has become our coronation special. I'm Dave Coaches. And I'm Howell Nerdy Vicar. And on this uh, podcast, we'll be talking about the news around, or predictions of the news around uh, yeah. the coronation. And I would, things are already developing four days in advance from where we are. Yeah, that's right. And uh, how people sort of obsess about the king and sit around from Tuesday onwards or Monday onwards. Isn't Monday it? onwards. Then we're going to talk about the liturgy that's used in the coronation and and what it means as far as kings. Are you going to be as critical of, of, of the Archbishop of Canterbury as you are in other services and sort of give him scores out of 10 for his liturgical ability? I shall watch like carefully and see uh, if he's been practising. And you'll be putting in, is that canonical? That's what you'll do, well, isn't it? I, I've read the liturgy and it looks all... All very canonical. What worry me is if he starts ad libbing in between. Oh, so Dave's going to give him big thumbs down for that. Like you know, I have to admit, I might do. Let that the as liturgy well. stand on its own. That's right. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, Dave's going to be doing uh, a wedding while the coronation's on, but I'll be uh, giving Arch- the Archbishop a score. And in our final part, we'll be talking about the Ozarks, which is so it's lakes, lakes, it's lakes in Missouri. No, we're. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a program um, uh, on Netflix um, that's uh, captured the imagination. Yeah, so we've had a request off one of our uh, listeners. It's basically a uh, crime drama set in uh, this uh, lake resort in Missouri. Would you call it a crime drama? Well, I, I would, yeah. Okay. Well, well, it's got criminals in it, but that's practically everything on the telly. Well, it's better than your dodgy cop shows. Well, yeah, all right. Anyway, uh, brace yourselves for the music and we'll kick off now. So hello and uh, welcome to Those Vicar Blokes. I'm Howell the Nerdy Vicar. And I'm Dave Coaches. And uh, what have you been up to, and Dave? What have you been up to? Well, we've had a bank holiday weekend, so I have been to the Iron Acton May Day event that they have on, on the Village Green at Iron Acton. Is that any oh, good? Because nice. I always see the signs for Oh, it's time. really good. Yeah? Oh, you must be the only person in Yate who's not been. No, I've never been. Because they all go out to the village to... Uh, so what happens, at the, what happens on there? Loads of stuff. They've got a, a, a show bit in the middle. So on that, I've seen a bit of Maypole dancing. That oh, was yeah. nice. Um, there were some singers on. There were some dance performances. There was a dog agility thing that one of my congregation was... was but her dog was a little bit naughty on the day. <laughs> what happened with that, that then? Oh, he, he just... Her dog just decided it wasn't going to go where it was meant to go, and oh, no, is that... and became the entertainment. So <laughs> She's that was just good. embarrassed one of your parishioners over there. She won't dog. be listening. Oh, that's all right now. <laughs> so uh, I just had a bit of a, a chill out day, really. Sort of, I was a bit shattered after moving in Grandad into yeah. his uh, flat, like yeah. so. That was quite nice. And oh, we've joined the Mothers' Union, haven't we've we? We've joined the Mothers' Union. Yeah, we are. Clergy associate members or some such. Something like that. Yeah, yeah we, we got badges and I know. membership cards. Well, when I was going through my mother-in-law's house, right, she died like, what, five years ago now? It's around about now. And uh, we were just clearing out the house and there was loads and loads of like Mother's Union stuff. And then I mean, chucked all that away and all that. I've got no Mother's Union badge. So maybe I'm yeah. a bit like my mother-in-law. Yeah, maybe. Know. 
Well turned into your mother-in-law. I thought that's your wife who's meant to turn into your mother-in-law. <laughs> you better but, um, be careful now. You're on thin ice there. Yeah, <laughs> on thin ice there. She's never here when I come round to record the podcast, so I should be all right for a black eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, she'll, she'll find um, you. She'll find you. Yeah, yeah, she'll find me. Oh, we should mention the fact that um, last week we talked about the fact that when I say to my wife, um, "I'll do it later," she's well aware that means I'll probably never get round to do it but was keen to mention the fact that my death would be expediated if uh, if I put these jobs off for too long. All oh, right, so it will hasten your death. Yeah, yeah, because oh, she that's... knows that later doesn't mean the same day. That's a, that's a fair enough threat, really. Isn't yeah, it? I think so. I mean? yeah. I've got a long list of these jobs to do. I, tell you, I, I, I said that uh, I've got a, a terabyte worth of storage of stuff, which is... That, that I'm annoying with, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, am, I am quite difficult to live Just with. Just the one terabyte. Well, there's a lot of information in the terabyte. Well, that's true, fair. yeah. That is a whole hard yeah, drive's you worth. You are very annoying. <laughs> a whole hard drive's worth, but it's all in text as well. Yeah. So that's like, you know, of all those ways in which I'm annoying, which is fair enough. Um, yeah, so it was quite good joining the Mother's Union, showing a bit of support, because they are a decent, uh, and they're quite a radical organisation, actually. Yeah, they're... they're, they're... Their aims and objectives are really good, and actually, I think they live up to some of those. So, fair play to them. Yeah, you know, I had to laugh though. I did say when they uh, they initiated us, it was a bit like being made in the mafia, you know. So I did say, yeah, you know, we're now... I mean, you did say that out loud as part of the service. It, it <laughs> will I? it will be there on the, <laughs> on, the uh, on the on the live stream for everybody to see. <laughs> but when I got up and I said to you because I didn't know you were joining, I said, "Oh, they got you as well." Yeah, they, they got you as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was good because they did do uh, last year. They and the year before, they did a, a fantastic campaign against gender-based violence. Yeah, they did that. We had a little demo in uh, in Yate about that, and um, they do all sorts of really. Good, they did uh, bags of well-being for the mums in uh, St Mary's School, so they are really, you know, living up to what they say they should. So I I thought that was really excellent. Yeah, I think really. it's really good. Yeah. And I'm and I'm happy to be on board to support them in their work. Yeah. And to recognise that they uh that they live by Christian values and support the church in its work. So that's good. Yeah. So news this week. What I think what what should we talk about for the news? Well, we should mention the fact that we are actually recording earlier than ever before because it's now only Tuesday. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So uh news this week is that there's already somebody camping out for the coronation what, on, on Tuesday? Tuesday and they stayed overnight last night and uh so they were on the telly this morning being interviewed <laughs> with their tent um and the mall where they're camping out was completely empty oh, um wow. so i think they could have probably arrived on thursday and still got the same spot but, but maybe i might be wrong maybe they wanted to go on the telly that's what it well, was well they definitely got on the telly yeah oh. so um so, yeah, we're all about the coronation. There's lots of press to say that lots of people are very excited and the excitement's building and that there's a whole wave of uh, support for the monarchy coming through this week. And then there's lots of counter that argument uh, to say that people aren't very excited about so it. So let me, let me think about it. They don't want to hear about it. Yeah, so let me think about it. So basically, I would say, see if I get this right now, that what's that? What's your favourite news channel now? What's the one with... My favourite news channel is Al Jazeera, but you're you're no. trying to accuse me of watching GB News. Yeah, so like GB News, I don't watch GB News yeah. if I can help it. Yeah, so GB News would be saying, oh, it did, it did recently get called not a news channel. Okay, I know it's called GB a... News, but actually it was defined by um, the Ombudsman. What are they called? 
Ofcom, Ofcom, Ofcom yeah. that um that it's it's not actually a news channel and therefore they don't need to censor its output because it's a topical debate program. Oh, so so it's not news. So it's not news. So it's false advertising. They call themselves GB News. All right, but we'll, maybe we'll talk about that later on, actually, but at another time. But that's quite interesting. But you've got GB News would be saying like monarchy's great, yeah. Daily Mail monarchy's great, um, except Meghan Markle. Except, oh, they don't like her. Do they? No, they don't like her. And all that lot, like Telegraph and all them, right? And then on the other side, we'll have like the Guardian be going, "Oh, young people don't like the monarchy. They think it's irrelevant. Blah blah, all that." And then you'll have like BBC will be kind of like. We've done a poll, and in our poll, something or other from they'll be they'll be saying yeah. they'll be sort of subtly saying we don't really like the monarchy, sort of thing, isn't it? You know, well, I think, subtly, I think you know. generally people will not understand the relevance um, necessarily, and therefore would rather we were ruled in a in a, in a different way. Do you reckon? Yeah, I think I think there's a large swathe of that. I mean, but if you look at it on the base level, they're really good for tourism. Do so you reckon like that? Basically, it's a tourist thing, and that's it for most people. I think for most people, that's that's the view of it. Yeah, I've had a quite interesting journey on the monarchy, though, because I suppose being Welsh. Are you going to go down with your tent tonight? No. Is that why we had to record the podcast early? Because you're camping out for the coronation. <laughs> no, I'm not into the monarchy really. Um, but my mother-in-law was. She used to like the soap opera stuff of it, really. But I was brought up to be against the monarchy. Really, so my parents are both like Republicans, and uh, you know, not really sort of intellectual ones. I think they just don't like the uh, don't like it. They they don't like sort of monarchy yeah. stuff, you know. And um, being Welsh is slightly different as well. So maybe people in Wales are a bit more sort of Republican esque than they are in England. But yeah, I was I was a Republican for a long time. Really, it's only fairly re- in the last. Uh, few years well no more than that really i was really worried actually about sharing uh swearing allegiance to the queen and things like that because you have to do that as an anglican yeah you do that yeah Yeah. so i was a bit sort of like but the more i found out about it the more um the more in favor of the monarchy i became really to be fair yeah i think it's an interesting development um the more research you do the more you appreciate what what their role is so you reckon that basically for most people, it's a kind of like a celebrity thing. I think for most people, it's uh, an unearned privilege thing. So you don't. Well, like there's the- no two ways about it. You know, there's plenty of wealth. They've got privilege that that they didn't necessarily earn. That they've been given through their birthright. And um, yeah, there's there's a, an inequality that they are at the top of, and and. and you're not, sounding not very, you're, you're, you're not sounding very affirmative about the monarchy, you're Dave. What I'm doing is putting <laughs> forward the argument that comes from the side that's not in favour of the monarchy. And if I'm honest, I was a bit ambivalent as to swearing my oaths to, to the Queen. But, but at my recent instalment, of course, I swore my oaths to um, King Charles III and his successors. Yeah. Um, which is similar to what what the public are being asked to do, very similar. Yeah, yeah, about. it's the same, almost exactly the same wording, isn't it? Yeah, so I've done that already. I've got no problem doing that again. So you're not bothered about the... I think the um, the system that we have of um, monarchical rule, and it's light-touch rule, let's be honest, um, 
is is better than some of the option the other options. So it's a bit like Winston Churchill said that um, democracy is the worst form of government, except for all the other types. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. kind of pra- pragmatic. Like, I mean, when I think, do I do I want to face the alternative of um, voting for somebody who then has the rights to change the rules? Um, you know, do I want there to be a dictatorship? Given half a chance. Um, do we think that Donald Trump would have changed the rules so as he would have been in that post till he died and then the next president would have been his son? Probably so. But he couldn't do that anyway. No, he couldn't do that. Now I know, but that's what the trouble, that, that's the risk that you take if you want to throw away the rule book that you currently have and put in new systems of power. Yeah, maybe we'll come to that. But in the second session, we're going to be talking about the um, theology of the coronation and what it means. Mm. So we'll we'll go into that a bit more then. But I think for me, I think what I think the thing that really got me, I think, with the the monarchy is what I like about them is the fact that they're not political. And I, I think it was when there was the floods, or or it could have been the riots in London years and years ago, about 2011, something like that. And <clears throat> the royals went into London and did what I call the shaky hand gangs. Yeah. They went round and they shook hands and all of yeah, that yeah. and did all these sorts of things. Now, and they give out, like, you know, knighthoods and OBs and stuff like that. Yeah. And most of those things go to ordinary people. I know you get, like, civil servants and all these other people who get them and stuff. But a lot of them go to like people who run the guides, people who you yeah. know do some incredible work in our community, um, and I think because they're kind of outside of politics as much as you could be, they can do things that a politician can't. So, like if the prime minister or the president goes to the riot where there's been a riot, yeah. or like in America where they go to a disaster or yeah. and things like that, they're still a politician, so they can't be neutral in the way that the the king can be and i think they can provide a sense of leadership like the queen did in the pandemic and things she could speak in a way that was had a different type of authority to what uh yeah. a politician could oh, yeah I think absolutely i think that's really valuable you know i think that is really valuable but is that the reason that there's a woman camping out no. Four days in advance. No. 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 Do you I, think that's celebrity? I think that's celebrity. Hers or 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 his? It could be a bit of both. Yeah. It see, could be. You I, said she, maybe she just wanted to be on the telly. She's on the it, telly. It could be. And, and, like, you know, people do, you know, camp out for Iron Maiden concerts and stuff like that, maybe. You know? Lunatics. That, w- that would be a really good idea to camp out for an Iron Maiden concert. If you've got stand-in tickets and you want to get out first, that well, would be... Well, I, I mean, I, 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 I camped out to see This Cold is going to be really and... sad. Cold, this is really... Yeah, but bear in mind, bear in mind <laughs> oh, what, we no. tend, what we tend to call those oh, things no. is festivals. That's <laughs> oh, uh, not no. quite the same going to a festival, <laughs> is it? You went to Coldplay. Well, I went to Glastonbury. I've oh, seen Glastonbury. Twice, oh, right. twice at Glastonbury. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're the band that's there every year. Oh. So, yeah, people do camp out for that, but that tends to be in a campsite, not on the side of the road. Yeah, I would... Yeah, okay, that's fine. Go to Glastonbury. But you probably would, wouldn't you? Because you're one of them nerdy people. You're like one of them people out of the Big Bang Theory where they're going to queue up to see the latest release of 
of Star Wars director's cut with an extra three and a half seconds of footage. That's not sad. That's quite a legitimate thing to do, I would have thought. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because Empire Strikes Back has been re-released for this 40 years, isn't it? So, yeah, and did they put in an extra eight seconds? It was No, it wasn't eight seconds. I think it was more like 18, I think, or something. Oh, it was eight got, seconds. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, we're <laughs> queuing overnight for it. Well, I wouldn't queue overnight for it, but, uh, you know, it's worth worth going to see. It's good. I don't think I'd get out of bed for it, let alone queue for it. But I think maybe that's the same thing. Is um, you know, I think a lot of the stuff with the royals, like all the drama with the Harry, is Harry going? Is Harry going to get booed and all that? That's just sort of celebrity nonsense, we, isn't it? Really, we were avoiding the Harry and Meghan thing. Well, yeah. You brought up, but yeah, apparently he's going, but a lot of the press say that he shouldn't be going, um, and she's staying at home with the kids. But apparently she. She should be going, but she shouldn't be going, but she should be going. So, you know, it's can't, just can't drama. right for doing wrong. It's just she? drama, isn't it? We don't want her here. Oh, she's uh, dead at home. What a bitch. Yeah, yeah, you just can't. It's just nonsense, that is, yeah. that whole thing. But I think that's the thing is, is there's sort of three aspects to it, really, I think. There's the celebrity aspect and the whole news drama thing about, yeah. you know, oh, what would Diana think today and all of that. I bet they're going on about that, yeah. There's a kind of like royal script. Are they going on about that? I've not, I've not heard that yet. I uh, think that's going to build over the next few days. But you could build, you could do kind of celebrity, you could do kind of like coronation bingo, couldn't you? Yeah. Where oh, you could we have should like, do that. We should do that, yeah. We yeah. should do that, coronation bingo. If they mentioned Diana, you could do a drinking game with it, but you'd be absolutely wasted no, by about 12 o'clock. No, I don't think that's o'clock. a good idea. What? We're not recommending that. <laughs> this goes out on Friday. People might think, oh, what a good idea. We're going to do that over no, the every weekend. Time don't do it. Don't do it. Every don't time we mention Meghan Markle, right? Yeah. You could do it. Every time they mention Diana, you know, every time they mention Anna Sarebles, I bet they go on about that as well. Yeah. You get about 15 different things, and uh, yeah. You could you could either play bingo, you could do a drinking game with it. Yeah, you? you could. Yeah, I think bingo is safer. Um, well, yeah, you're going to get smashed by the time they yeah. put the crown on his head. Yeah, because you know, it's just going to be you know. Yeah, well, I'm I'm uh, conducting a wedding on Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're missing it. So what? I, I don't know what time's it on. Eleven, I think. Oh yeah, I'm missing it then. Wedding's at twelve. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm watching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it for. Sort of historical reasons, and like you know, because I've never seen it before. Well, yeah, neither have I, but you know, the wedding was booked in first, sorry, and all that. All right, okay, fair enough. So, um, basically, for the news, then what we're going to have our prediction for the news is it's just going to be full of kind of drama and nonsense for the next few days, all about the coronation, and that's going to be about it, really. That's all we're going to see. Yeah. And you know, I said to you the other week about the fact that you should watch News Watch, and I can't remember if it was a Saturday or a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. It's a Saturday. Oh, right. And there was already complaints about the extensive coverage of uh, of the coronation on the BBC, so it's, it'll only get... But obviously, obviously, they're going to have to put loads of stuff about the coronation, because it's like a kind of once-in-a-generation event, isn't it? Well, I, I think so, but, you know, you know I don't like said, football. not everybody's interested. Yeah, but I'm not interested in football, but I'm not going to complain about it, because other people are. Yeah, I, I think that's very true. I think that's Maybe. just like narcissistic people going like, kind of like, oh, the news should just be about stuff I'm interested in. You know? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you can't argue that there's no legitimate interest in a once-in-a-generation event. I think it would be a difficult argument to make. Yeah, I think that's just silly, in it? But... Um, but my, we're in for a wall-to-wall coverage, so... Yeah, it, will, it probably will kind if of... If you're not up for it, 
Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, it's a bit like, and I, even we've talked about it. So you know, yeah. Well, apologies. I, I did when Diana died. I did go up the mountain for the day of the funeral just to avoid it. Did you? Yeah. Oh, so um, I went bodyboarding in Bude the day that Diana died. Oh yeah. Um, we were making a full day of it. It was bank holiday weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we so we'd arranged me and all my mates that we'd go bodyboarding for the day. We were meant to be going to Woolacombe. Um, but uh, but but one of the group's cars broke down at Junction Twenty Seven on the M Five. So. Um, we decided that instead of going to Woolacombe, we'd go to Bude because the surf report said that the surf was better in Bude that day. Oh, yeah. Um, so left her at the side of the road. But all the speed limit was 50 miles an hour down the M5. Um, but the road was practically deserted. So it bet was, you were well away now, no? Yeah, it was a good days bodyboarding, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, I went uh, camping with uh, my girlfriend for a week in Port Ainham that week after that. All uh, right. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. She's quite a nice girl, she was. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back That's in the good. day. Yeah, yeah, back in the... She still is. Careful, it was me that was going to get a black eye off her, not you. Well, I know. It's, uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she still is. Anyway, yeah. that's enough of that. So in our next bit, we're going to be talking about the coronation service and what it means and what, what it means to be the king in Britain as opposed to other places. So thanks for listening to those Vicar Blokes. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and follow. Click follow, subscribe, and share it around uh, with your mates. We've got uh, one person who's listened to how many episodes? Well, I think they listened to them all over one weekend. Binge. While they were cleaning their house. So their house must be really clean. Yeah. Binge listening. That's the thing. So don't forget to subscribe and tell your mates about it and give us some feedback. Tell us what was good, what was not, that sort of thing as well. Yeah, but be nice. Yeah. Okay, so welcome back. And we'll be talking now about the coronation service. And Dave's already complained about it because it's got what in it? Welsh. Yeah, that's not what you just said. You said, you said something naughty about Welsh people there and saying, what language what is I this? What I said is that looks like bloody Welsh. That's it, yeah. yeah. See? so we well, gotta, yeah. You should be grateful that I recognise that all of this ridiculous grouping of letters together um, <laughs> was Welsh. Yeah, yeah, it's not ridiculous. Anyway, moving swiftly on. For the colonialism of Dave. <laughs> Dave's colonials. <laughs> no, it's not. It's fine. It is Welsh, yeah. 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 So, um, thinking about the coronation and what have you, um, what's your feelings about it when you read through the service, Dave? What What was the thing that hit you the most? The thing that hit me the most was it looks very much like an ordination service for the ordination of people into ordained ministry. Right. And why do you think that is? Well, because um, because it's an extension of the same thing. Yeah, it's basically the he's same. He's called it? by God for a purpose, and he's being licensed into that role in effect. And he's being anointed, yeah, with the Holy Spirit in a sense, in order to uh, carry out that role, and with some special oils from Jerusalem. Yeah. So it's actually very similar to what happens at a confirmation service as well. Yeah. So uh, anabaptism for that. For and, that and a baptism. So 
in baptisms and coronation, at baptisms and uh, confirmations, people take vows to um, follow Christ for their life. And they are anointed with an oil. The oil of chrism, in, um, which is the oil that they're using for this, is uh, the oil of chrism to ask the Holy Spirit to come into their life to enable them to carry out those vows, isn't it? Yeah. So it's actually the same thing, isn't it? It's the same thing, but the wording is is more similar to that of an ordination than it is a baptism or a confirmation. But there's certainly a a large overlap of yeah of the language, and it's really good because if you get the 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 liturgy up from the official site with the uh, commentary alongside it, yeah, it gives a really good explanation of why these things take place. Yeah, so that's really, we'll put that in the description for the, the podcast. It's really worth downloading the, the file and, and reading through it, really. And as you watch the, co- the coronation, you can actually read along on the side and do a kind of fact check on the BBC commentators to see if they actually get it right. Surely. Surely they're just going to be reading what it already says on the right hand side. I would not be. I when I watch the funeral, right, and other events that I've seen, they have said things, and I've googled them, and very quickly you find out that they've just talked utter nonsense. So wow, you're putting a lot of trust in Google there. No, no, no. When I've looked up a legitimate like kind of sources, not kind Wikipedia. of Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, not Wikipedia. No, it's it's quite interesting, really. Is it? You know. Um, Sorry about the squeaky chair. Uh, it's quite interesting. It doesn't matter what the subject is. It, a lot of the time they get stuff wrong, so it's worth having a look at it. So what, I don't know what you're saying about Hugh Edwards, but you won't be getting it wrong. I, 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 I He did get one or two he's, things wrong. He's the pride of Wales, that man. I'm well, you. I'm telling you, I don't care if he's Welsh or not. And he's just reading the script that's given to him, isn't he? Well, yeah. no, I don't think he is, actually. I think he's, he's trying to use his bank of knowledge to keep the public informed. I don't know that he's got a... A script of what's going on in a similar sort of way that you're mm, suggesting. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Hugh okay. Edwards, let us know. Let us know. Anyway, so we'll be checking. We'll be fact checking as we go along. Um, but maybe you should live tweet it. Well, I can't. You can't because you're doing a wedding. I'm doing a wedding. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, why do you think it's like an ordination then? Because he's making oaths and promises about how he is going to serve his ministry. So the whole coronation is not saying that he's in charge. No, it's not so saying the whole coronation is set that he is serving the the public of, of Great Britain and the Commonwealth. And in in whose image is he gonna try and do that? Is oh, he officially in the got... image of God? It's right near the start. Hang on, hang on, I've read it. Your Majesty, as children of the kingdom of God, we welcome you in the name of King of Kings, and then the commentary goes on to explain. That a reign of justice, mercy, and love which Jesus came to bring. Um, King of Kings is a title that is given to Jesus in the Bible and in Revelation. So yeah, it's all in. So he's all, not actually about Jesus. So it's it, it, what's the reading as well? Do you remember this? The reading, the reading is from uh, where Jesus. Oh, you've got to get past the Welsh bit a minute. Oh, so, <laughs> you get past the Welsh bit. <laughs> I meant scrolling, not that I can psychologically or emotionally bypass the fact there's Welsh in it. That's this perfectly. This is the point with me. All our Welsh listeners now, we have got one or two. We're just going to go like, I'll get loads of tweets now, and not tweets, but I'll get loads of messages about like, who is this bloke insulting our nation, like you know, yeah, you know, that sort of thing. So we've got Luke chapter four, verses sixteen to twenty-one. Um, 
which is Jesus in the temple, isn't it? In not in the temple, in in the synagogue. Yeah, where, on the Sabbath day. On the Sabbath day, and he stands he stood up, up to read, and he read from Isaiah. And what's he read from Isaiah? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He, oh, they're, they're going King James, look. Yeah. Um, uh, he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So and he's then actually closed the book to Jesus. Ah, so basically he's been anointed to do that. Yeah. So he's been anointed not to rule, but to in in that sort of sense of rule over people. But he's been he's been anointed to serve people, to serve us. Yeah. So his job is to serve us. Yeah, uh, and and he gets his example of servant leadership from from Jesus. Yeah. Um, who who was obviously the best example we've ever had of servant leadership. And when the Queen died, we spoke. You know, those those that those comments were about how her heart was towards servitude. And not leadership, and or not, I won't say le- I won't say leadership. That's not the right word, because she was a servant-hearted leader, as was Jesus. She, her heart was not about lording it over people, but about trying to bring justice and mercy and grace to 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 the the nations. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's like the basically what's interesting is we were never taught that in school. No, what what I the reason I was against the monarchy when I was growing up is because it was a kind of like default position. If you were a kind of lefty, right, and you were kind of wanted to be a bit radical, then actually anything to do with the monarchy was sort of like a bad thing, just because it was like a bad thing, and nobody really explained. Or what they did explain was a false. So I think there's a myth around in those sorts of progressive circles. And what what the myth is, is based on the French and Russian and Spanish monarchies, which were uh, absolute monarchies. Yeah. Well, our monarchy is very different. So in the UK, or in Britain, it starts off with the, the Saxons, where you have the Wotton, and they have this tradition where the king is there to serve the people. And this comes across in like the King Arthur stories, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where the the king, the land, and the king are one. So if the king rules justly in service of his people, then the land will flourish, right? Yeah. So that's our basic kingly story, yeah. right? And that's made sort of legal in a sense with Magna Carta, where Magna Carta makes it very clear that the king is not above the law; the law is above the king. Yeah. So the king is bound by the law. And he actually says explicitly in the coronation where he's there to serve the people and to administer the laws and customs of the British people. Yeah. So it's it's the complete opposite of what the French king was or the Spanish king or the Russian king or the czars, where basically those guys were absolute monarch, monarchs and the law of God was they were there to interpret the law of God and they could do what they wanted. And yeah. nobody could argue with them. Because he was like like in Game of Thrones, you know, I am the king. I can say what I want, I can do what I want. I've never seen Game of Thrones. You've never seen Game of Thrones? No. 
It's not one we're going to watch. <sighs> Dave, There's too much of it. Dave. I'm already losing my life to Broken Bad. I can't. I can't take on another show. Okay, right. You've never seen Game of Thrones? No, not even more than about five minutes of one episode. That's really sad. Anyway, right, you've never seen I can't believe that. Anyway, so that's the point, is that our monarchy is different to the French monarchy. And I think a lot of the revolutionary ideas from the Enlightenment come from this overthrow of the French king. And... Basically, it's kind of wormed its way into our society where we believe that kingship and monarchy is sort of about the king being above the law, when in Britain it isn't. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. And and we were never taught that in school. No. no and, and I don't think anybody's taught that. No. Um, I, I think it, it it's almost an assumed understanding Whereas most, I think generally we have an, an assumed misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but in America and France, they learn about their constitution. They learn about who they are. They learn about where they come from. What they what they know. Well, this yeah, is we don't. These we don't are learn some of the things that that apparently appear in the citizenship citizenship um, exam. Oh, yeah. If you want to be a naturalized citizen of the United Kingdom. That's um, true. So you, you, you get questioned on these things and you're expected to know things that nobody else knows. Yeah. You know, as people who were born here, we don't need to know it. As people who are trying to move here, then all of a sudden is in a test and um, we wonder why, why they fail it. But I think that's, but that's the thing, is, it, is if we have a fundamental misunderstanding about what monarchy is, in thinking that the monarch is above everybody. Yeah. I know they might act like that, but it's one of these things where, in theory, the con- our constitution, which is our coronation service and Book of Common Prayer and other things like yeah. that, and like the the common English common law and all those other things, that's our constitution. And it's only when I learned about that, because I got a bit twitchy about swearing allegiance to the, to the Queen. Yeah. Because and I actually learned about it and found out that isn't what what I thought it was. It wasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, if you have a look at the scepter thing, have you have you booked up on that? What the scepter means? He gets given the scepter and all that. No, I've not looked at that. No, oh, Dave, you do your own work. Booked up, but yeah, what? Well, hang about on it. a minute. Yeah. Let's, let's just bear in mind the fact that we normally record this on a Friday, a Wednesday at the earliest, and now it's only a Tuesday after a bank holiday weekend. And you only sent me the fact that we might discuss this on Saturday, I think. So, yeah. come on. Some of us do have a life. Some yeah. of us have to go to church on Sundays, well, you know. I went to church on Sunday. Yeah, I went twice. Yeah. You only went once. Well, that's true, yeah. But you didn't... Okay, so... The scepter. And I'm still trying to watch Breaking Bad. Okay, so, all right, let's cast our minds back then to the clergy conference. The clergy, yeah, yeah. I was there. You were there when it, right? I was conscious for some of it. I was con- I was conscious for part of it, yeah. I think you were unconscious for some of it as well. But um, for, do you remember we talked about, uh, it was based on the 23rd Psalm, wasn't it? Yeah. I am the good shepherd. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, the no. Lord is my shepherd, yeah. I shall not want. He makes yeah. me lay down in green pastures. He says, my rod and my staff, they yeah. comfort me. Do you remember what the rod was that the good the, shepherd the, has? Yes, like a club. Why does why does the good shepherd have a club? Well, to keep the sheep in order. Right. 
So why is it good for a leader to keep the sheep in order? Well, because they have to learn right from wrong, and so therefore they need that encouragement into the right direction. So the club is there to administer justice? Yeah. Right. And that justice is from where? Well, according to this coronation service, this is God's justice. Yeah. So it's not the king's justice at all? No. No, it's very heavily steeped in the language of uh, of administering God's justice. And as as is the Book of Common Prayer, um, Eucharist, uh, uh, every week. Yeah. It's, it's all about... So if the king, so the king gets given the scepter because that is the rod from yeah. the twenty third. It's a bit decorative, though, isn't it? It is a bit decorative. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, it's, yeah. perhaps he needs a proper club. Well, like a truncheon or like, something. Like, a, yeah, like 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 a policeman has sort of thing. To yeah, yeah, an extendable one. Yeah, extendable yeah. one. Yeah. Well, like our church wardens have those staffs. Yeah, the yeah. staves there. Yeah, the peasant beaters. The peasant beaters. Yeah, yeah. that's it, sort of thing. Yeah. I should I should explain that, shouldn't I? Well, yeah. Well, well so so back when back oh, I don't know a century ago, maybe more, um, they would have been used to separate the crowd from the priest during the procession, and they would have been used to keep the 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 congregation back, um, because they were unruly. Because they were unruly, they didn't know how to behave in church. Yeah. Um. And and you know that's why we have the bells and stuff to make people pay attention. Yeah. So. Uh, so, it's a very modern thing that people behave in church. It is. It and is if you want to come thing. to church and misbehave appropriately, then feel free. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. yeah. So basically, um, the reason he has the scepter is because it's the rod to administer justice. But he has two scepters, and the other scepter is the one with the big dove on, which symbolizes mercy. So with God's justice, the idea is that, yes, we have law, yes, we have justice, but it's always tempered by mercy. Mm. It was the Queen's scepter that was on top of the coffin, wasn't it, on the procession? That's whereas it. we all thought it might fall off, but it, it obviously glued been glued down. down. Yeah, it was glued down. Um, Maybe a bit of blue tack. And this is the bit Hugh Edwards got wrong. Free advert for Bostick. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching that. I thought that's going to fall off any minute. Like, But this is the bit they got wrong, right? Yeah, in the... in the um, This is the bit they got wrong in the funeral bit, which is about the orb. Yeah. Right, yeah. And they said the reason that there's a cross on the orb is to say that uh, the king is in charge of the world. Is that right? And it's not. The the orb is there because the the cross is on top of the world to show that God is in charge of the world, not the king. God, yeah. So really, the weird thing about the coronation is it actually spends a huge amount of time telling the king he's not in charge. It does. That's the whole point. All the way through, all the way through. All the way through is telling the king, look, king, you might think you're in charge, but you're not. Yeah. Because it's the King of Kings is in charge. Your job is to administer the law which is given to you by God. And to and to serve the people. That's the whole point of it. Yeah. All we, the way through it says that. Yeah. You're not in charge, King. You you think you are, but you're not. It's I know the kings don't act like that. So uh, let's think about, say, the ancient kings of the Bible, like uh, in the Book of Kings and in, um, say, one and first and second Samuel. Have you got a favourite king from the Old Testament, Dave? I wouldn't say I've got a favourite king. I mean, I think that um, that lots of the Psalms are attributed to King David, and I'm quite a fan of the Psalms. 
So I, 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 I'd say that David's my. I'm probably sort of loosely named after him as well in some Dave historical yeah. sort of way. You so he's know. not Dave Coaches then. He's Dave no. the Psalm. But I mean, he, he, <laughs> I quite like that Dave the Psalm. He could, he could be a bit of a wrong un. He, he could. What, what, in what ways is Dave, uh, Dave the Psalm, King David? Is Ozzy a wrong un? Well, I mean, he stole the wife of Uriah. There's a bit of a wrong un thing to do for a start. How did he do that? Well, because he watched her. In in the garden, and we're going to get an eighteen certificate again. For yeah, this now. yeah. He watched her in the garden, and he thought to himself, "Well, she's a very attractive lady." I bet he did. I think I might <laughs> entertain myself for a while. Yeah. Um. So he did, and then he ended up getting her pregnant, and then he ended up sending Uriah in the battlefield to get killed deliberately. Yeah. Wrong and wrong and any other ways he was he was a wrong. Oh, lots. He did loads wrong. He used to fight for the Philistines for a bit. As he well, did. He? Yeah. He he uh. He couldn't. He didn't quite. He didn't quite manage to maintain the fact that he was, that he was a king put in place by God, and he was meant to be serving God with God's word, because um, he gave into human um, tendencies. Yeah. On a, on a very regular basis. Yeah, exactly. As did all the other kings. Like some of yeah. them were okay, but. Well, they're human, aren't they? Yeah. You know that's the trouble. If you're going to make kings of people, you should make them better. But um, sadly, uh. They're human, which reminds me that um, I've had a couple of complaints about saying that Carol Vorderman was good for her age last week. Um, <laughs> Who's complaining? Is that what? your wife, was it? No, no, she didn't complain. No, a couple of my congregants complained because actually I said she was all right for her age and they wanted to protest the fact that she's not actually that old. Um, but uh, yeah, see, I gave into human weakness last week. And... So we got King David has got, uh, you know, Bathsheba, where he's like, and you've got Carol Vorderman, like, yeah, but, but you're, you're not going to kill Carol Vorderman's husband if well, she's I don't got think one. She's got one now. All oh, right, um, okay. And uh, you know, sorry, Carol, it's never going to happen, love. I'm happily married. Oh, there we go. So it's all in thought, really, isn't it? Well, it's not even that. Yeah. <laughs> So, so basically, what we've got is the coronation service, and our image of kingship is based on uh, Jesus as the model of servant kingship, and then based as well on the coronations from the Old Testament uh, in First and Second Samuel, where they anoint the king to administer God's laws. Because right at the very beginning, when they have um, King Saul, isn't it? Yeah, is. The Israelites didn't have a king. They used to have judges. And they said, oh, can we have a king so we can be like everybody else? And actually God said, no, you don't want a king. You don't want a king because if you have a king, you'll lord it over you and he'll be bad and he'll tax you and all that sort of stuff. And they said, we don't care. We want a king. So then they got King Saul and King Saul was anointed then to administer the laws of God. And the laws of God are always about bringing good news to the poor uh, basically standing up for the people who are weakest in society. Yeah. So is you? it's not strength and power that's the problem. It's actually how you use your strength and power. And we are called as Christians to use whatever strength and power we have in service of others rather than in service of ourselves. And the coronation is the big expression of that, really. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. So, I suppose I'm a kind of convert to monarchy, really, uh, over the years, and that's quite. I think 
my 20 year old self would d- disown me now it's interesting that, like, though isn't it because <laughs> there are me. there are a lot of people who have had similar thing, things about um religion about christianity about faith who actually um in trying to work out why they don't have a faith and why they don't follow the christian faith or or, or any other faith for that matter have ended up drawing themselves closer to god in the search and changing their minds about it and and turning to christ and so you know yeah it's a similar path it is sometimes we can be misinformed about what's going on and that leads us away from from supporting something and if i'm honest i say this now because i'm 40 odd is the reason that i was against it is basically because i thought that was the cooler position to take if I'm honest. I um, can't believe for a second that you've ever thought yourself as cool. No, not cool, but kind of radical. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to be different and radical. And I think our whole education system is kind of imbued with these mythologies about how the world was rubbish before the revolution of the Enlightenment, where yeah. we got rid of God, we got rid of the king, we got rid of all of that. And it's all basically, in some ways, I think we're as um as an establishment i think they're they're locked in the 18th century they're locked in the french revolution yeah and when you actually discover that you know england and the uk is is not like france at all and not like those sorts of things then you realize that that's actually a very different thing so if we look at say i'll finish this section with this is there's that wonderful film used to be on Bank Holidays about Oliver Cromwell. Do you remember that with Alec Guinness in? No. Where he kicks them all out of Parliament. Oh yeah, I think I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that bit, they they put King Charles on trial, right? And King Charles the first, um, his whole thing was, you can't try me for treason because I am the law, I am the state, so I make the laws. So you can't, co- I can't betray myself. Because I am the king, right? King yeah. of Thrones. And what the Puritans did, who put him on trial, they said, no, 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 you have betrayed your uh, coronation vows because you have turned on your people. So because you haven't done a good job in, in you betrayed your people, yeah. you've, you've broken Magna Carta, you've done all these different things, and therefore you are a traitor, and therefore we will chop your head off. And that's what they did. Yeah. So. Unlike France, where they had a revolution, they ripped up everything to do with their their old way of being before the revolution, right? And thousands, I think it's a quarter of a million people died in that, in the reign of terror. Yeah. Right? Um, and they started again from scratch. What What we've done in the UK, our constitution has kind of evolved over time um, to take in the changing circumstances yeah. of our nation. And maybe in the coronation we see this because we have other faith leaders and other ecumenical leaders who are part of the procession, which is a new innovation. But rather than ripping up our old constitution, saying, oh, they were stupid, we'll do it better now, and then causing mayhem, we allow ours to evolve. Yeah, sounds very sensible. Yeah. And is this your warning to Charles the Third that if you um <laughs> if you don't stick by God's laws and you think you can you are the state, then uh then he might chop his head off. Uh, I don't think he's going to cause the beginning of a civil war or anything. No, I don't think he is. Uh, and I don't think he's going to behave like Charles I, who was pretty bad, to be fair. But it would be, be a good idea that we, we hold him in our prayers that he 
upholds God's holy law. Yeah, so let's uh, pray for uh, King Charles as he begins his new vocation as king in the same way we would pray for a new priest who started. Absolutely. You're listening to those vicar blokes. Um, don't forget to follow us, subscribe, tell your friends, ask your smart speaker. We're available on all platforms. Uh, and let us know what you think. And if you've got any suggestions for telly or for a big question that you want us to answer about faith, then please do send it in to the addresses you can find on the Yate Parish website. Okay, Dave, you've had a recommendation, haven't you, for films to watch or programmes? Programmes. So we've watched Ozark. I've seen the first episode only, and you've carried on um, and watched a few, haven't you? Yeah, it's been quite good, actually. Yes, oh. I knew it would be up your street. Yes, lots of violence, lots of uh, lots of uh, betrayals, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Another 18-rated programme. Y- yeah, sadly, another 18-rated programme, so <laughs> we're never going to lose our 18 rating. Um <laughs> So what's it about then, Dave? What, how do you find that first episode? Well, I thought the first episode was absolutely amazing. I just need to get through Breaking Bad before I pick up another one on a full-time basis. Um, but the opening monologue uh, is probably one of the best the best monologues I've heard since Trainspotting. Really? Yeah. I think it speaks so much into... Um, where people set their hearts and their hearts are set on money and and we and as humanity we worship money but he says money represents the choices that you've made in life so if you made good choices you'd have more money yeah that's basically what he was saying yeah yeah it is quite dark though that yeah yeah it? it is quite dark and then of course it moves on to the greed of his business partner, who's who's been stealing off uh, off the local organised crime gang. The cartels. Not a very good idea. No, no, no. So everybody ends up dead except him. Yeah, but he panics, doesn't he? And he says, "You can go to the Lake of the Ozarks." So he's got to go to the Lake of the Ozarks, which is like the back of beyond, really, in uh, Missouri, isn't it? Yeah. And um, try and launder, is it $8 million or something? Well, he draws the $8 million out of his own savings. Yeah, he was there or thereabouts. He, he falls a little bit short, doesn't he? But yeah. He, he basically, uh, yeah, uses the Constitution in order to get his money out of the banks. Uh, <laughs> I quite like that, actually. Like a, a rucksacks and suitcases. Yeah. Full of money, I, I didn't did, he? I did think, is he just going to get robbed outside when he gets outside the bank uh, <laughs> with all those suitcases and stuff? But, uh, yeah. No, he didn't. No. Well, nobody's going to think. Oh, I bet he's got like eight million quid in that, uh, you know, in that suitcase. Yeah, is but he? when you see him go in with empty cases and come out with full ones, you know that they're they're not full of bubble wrap, don't you? Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but do you think that's a thing though? That 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 idea of worshiping money then in that monologue that that people get obsessed with that? I think that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we're we're defined by what we have and how much wealth we have. And I think that's incredibly sad. But isn't that sort of a prison of our own making though? Oh yeah, I yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely is a prison of our own making. Um 
But it's, it's what we're taught to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes me think you said about the monologue for train spotting. That's actually probably the biggest call of my life was through that. Um, because we had, in, in when I was a student, uh, we only had two videos. We had train spotting and uh, Apocalypse Now in our house, right? Yeah. So when we used to go out drinking, um, I'd come home and, and we'd put it on and we'd watch it. And I used to have the poster of all the of the monologue. Yeah. It was very 90s, that. And uh, that thing where he says, choose life, choose a job, choose a career. And it goes yeah. through the meaninglessness of materialism and seeking after wealth and all of that. And he says, I choose not to choose life. I choose something else. Yeah. Uh, I quoted that in my uh, BAP. You know, I, in the in in the interviews, it's my Monday Thursday sermon. Is it? Yeah, but I sanitised some of the language. Oh, some of the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Choose yeah. a really big TV, but that's really not big what it TV. Says. Yeah, that's not what it says. So, do you think it's the same sort of thing that it, it it's the futility of uh, searching after money, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, it's, but that's really easy to say when you've got enough. It wouldn't be the same conversation. It, it, for those that haven't got enough. But that's not searching after money. That's searching after the ability to survive. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. which is where where the Ozarks goes, isn't it, really? Because cause he, he go, he's obviously got wealth. But yeah. actually what he does is he goes into survival mode. Yeah. And, and he realises that the best way for him to survive is to promise the, the other guy that he's going to make him loads more money. Yeah. Um, and it becomes his survival technique. Yeah, but it's yeah, it is. But I think that's the thing is with money, it's always seductive, and what we have is never enough. It's we always want more, um, no matter how much we've got. And I think it's that sort of where we see our value. Do we see our value in money, or do we see our value in our relationships and in? In God, really. Well, this was where the where for me that first episode of the Ozarks um, took a strange turn um, because he's just been informed by a private investigator that his wife's having an affair, mm. um, and he even finds out where she's going to be on that particular time, and uh, and his choice is that she's more important, that his kids are more important, and that he's gonna he's gonna do by, right by them. Yeah, you know, he, he didn't he didn't hold that anger against her. Um, he's just watched her boy. He's just watched <laughs> her boyfriend at the pavement in front of her from like the 80th floor. Yeah, um, yeah, that could have been a, a fate that that uh, befelled her. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but he was he chose a different path. He did, didn't he? Yeah. So at the end of the day, at the, uh, when he was given the choice between his family and money, uh, he chose his family and he chose love, didn't he? So. Yeah. When it when the when it got really real, he was okay with it, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I'm I'm yet to see where it turns and what he turns out like, and I'm a bit worried <laughs> he might be the next Heisenberg. He, I I no, he's he's a bit, he's a very B tech Heisenberg. I, I, B tech. Yeah, yeah. He's very. He's now, kind of. We must apologise to anybody who took a B tech route as opposed to A levels and degree. <laughs> Howell is obviously showing his um. Is is educational uh, snobbery? Snobbery. Yeah, sorry, that's not my phrase. That comes from somebody else. I just copied. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, apologies for that. 
So that wraps it up now. I've humiliated myself. And yeah. Uh, Dave's upset me with his uh, his uh, dodgy uh, renditions of Welsh and uh, complaining about that. And I've upset him with uh, my my educational snobbery. Educational so, snobbery. Yeah. So we're kind of we're even. So next week. Um, we're not sure what's happening because uh, I'm on holidays. So we'll, yeah, and, we'll... and your replacement, she's on holidays as well. Is my not, replacement she's on, on training? Yeah, training. But I have asked another person, and if that doesn't work out, then I've got somebody else in mind. So we've got a guest star uh, who may or may not be a bloke uh, for next time. Yeah, and uh, we'll work it out. So I hope everyone enjoys their coronation weekend um, and whatever you're doing, and don't forget to watch it and. Um, Look along, download the um, the, the, liturgy. the liturgy, yeah, and uh, go with along the guidance with, notes. with the guidance notes. Yeah. So we'll see you next time. Ta-ra.